Hi, and welcome to Math and Musings. I'm Mike O'Connell, creator of Math and Musings, and your host. Stay tuned for 15 minutes of science, politics, news, and opinion. In other words, Math and Musings. Today's date is February 3rd, 2023. It's 2323. Very cool number. More on that later. I should say, though, at the top of the show that this is Season 3, Episode 5. Also a cool number, I should say. I mean, I I do like the numbers 3 and 5, and I like the numbers 2 and 3. And you know what? I, I like all numbers, actually. If you're me and spends his day looking at numbers and thinking about numbers and trying to get my students interested in numbers, well... Yeah, you, you kind of got to have a little bit of an appreciation for it. Ironic part in all this is that uh, though I do love all numbers and it's my gig these days, and, you know, students say to me something like, oh, you have to like numbers, you're the math teacher. Oh, math teacher, that that's just a party trick for me. My formal training is in political science. I've talked about this before. And really, it's that I grew up memorizing dates and you know statistics and things like that and like oh you know i i've grew up in an era where you had to memorize things because there was no internet to look these things up uh, i spent a lot of time reading uh almanacs and guinness book of records is and uh kind of developed an appreciation for these things now it's, it's a little bit of a useless skill you can look these things up but you know it saves you a few seconds i'm either uh cursed or blessed by this ability to memorize dates and numbers and remember things that have happened. And today's a pretty good example. I mean, the, the fact that it's 2323, that, that's a cool number. Anyone can realize that. Oh, yeah, if you write out you know, February's the second month, it's the third day. And it's 2023, 2323, that's cool. When I hear February 3rd, I think of the following, that it was February 3rd. Why this sticks out in my head, I couldn't tell you. February 3rd, 2008, was the year of, or was the day that the Giants played the Patriots uh, in the Super Bowl the first time, and uh, was was to be a uh, momentous occasion for me as well. It, it was, and I think ended up being my my last uh, shift at this pizzeria on Main Street in Binghamton. And it ended up being a pretty good game as well. Now, I, some of these things I, I had to look up, but most of this, this is, this is right there because as I said, I can pretty much remember everything that's ever happened to me in life. It's, it's crazy to say, like, I can tell you what I was doing on a particular day. One, because it, it's mostly at the ready. As I said, I'm either cursed or blessed with this ability to think of this. And then a lot of the things I have noted. I've been keeping a daily log since January 1st, 2000. So like having access to the internet to look up statistics and such. Well, I, I can for the last 23 years, but for a short period. There's a short period missing and I don't know if this makes the story more interesting or less interesting that there's a short period of time in my life that uh, I do not have the records for. It's 
fall of 2007 into spring of 2008, it culminated in uh, my losing these journals in which I have recorded this information. I was in Boston at the time. This would have been uh, Memorial Day weekend 2008. I was uh, traveling through New England and uh, had my car broken into in Boston. And among the things take, that were taken out of the car, all the valuable things were left, the, the things that one could actually sell uh, if, if someone were looking to get some merchandise. Like my piano was in there, my amplifiers and musical equipment and such was all in the car. And they, they didn't take that. One of the things they took was... I had a, a briefcase that uh, was leather. It, it kind of looked like a doctor's bag. And this has been my theory for the last 15 years. It kind of looked like a doctor's bag. And I'm, I'm sure the person who took this out of my car was thinking, ooh, doctor, ooh, medicine, like pills and such. They might be some interesting things in this bag. Opened it up, saw it was a diary, and then just threw it in a dumpster. And the thing is, the diary's worth nothing else, nothing to anyone else, but it was useful to me. So events that occurred to me end of 2007 into the beginning of 2008, well, those I just kind of have to remember. The ironic part in all of this was that, well, that was probably the most interesting period ever of my life. Uh, and I, I did two things. One, I traveled the country and the world, and, uh, and my, I met my wife. And I have none of this recorded. This all happened in the beginning of 2008. Uh, some of those dates I can tell you, others I sort of have to uh, just rely on my memory. That the Super Bowl was played on February 3rd, 2008, well, that I definitely remember, and that's you know something that one could look up. It was one of the most highly rated games of all time, and I mean highly rated in all senses of the word that it was literally high tune-in factor. Uh, I think it's probably been eclipsed since then, but I, I think it was um, eh, every year the Super Bowl always ends up being like the you know, highest rated show of the year. And then if you look at the you know top, top 50 TV events that have ever occurred, like 47 of them or something are, are Super Bowls. And it was a particularly good game and a highly touted matchup between uh, the then undefeated New England Patriots. They were going to be the first team uh, since the, famously the 72 Dolphins to go undefeated in a season. Giants were, to use a 2020s expression, kind of meh. Uh, they, they were a wild card team back when wild card teams never won the Super Bowl. I think Giants were set to be and did become, you know, spoiler alert, Giants win this game. That uh, they were, I believe, the first NFC wildcard team to win the Super Bowl. Now, almost all the teams are, are wildcards, technically, so it means less now. But back then, it was it was kind of unusual. So, it, and it ended up being a, a good game in addition to the fact that it was a, a greatly watched game. Overshadowed in all this, and I, I still remember this one, that uh, two weeks previous, the Giants had played the Green Bay Packers for the right to go to the Super Bowl. It was one of those classic Sub-Zero Lambeau Field games. 
and uh, Giants beat uh, Brett Favre and the Packers. I believe that was Favre's last game in Green Bay uh, to earn a trip to the Super Bowl, in which everyone thought they were going to get housed. They ended up winning the game uh, on a final drive. They, they were down uh, by, it must have been 14-10. to 10. Giants make a final drive in, in one of the uh, classic Super Bowl scenes. Uh, later named MVP Eli Manning taking the team down the field. I know the final touchdown pass was caught by Plasco Burst, which maybe uh, you know, a minute to go in, or so in the game. They wound up winning the game 17-14. I watched all this occur in the kitchen at Nurchie's Pizza on Main Street, my last time ever in there, the place where I had witnessed so many sporting events through the years. Um, remember seeing uh, ends of World Series games and Super Bowls all played out on that tiny television we had in the back kitchen. You know, after stores close, and of course, Super Bowl is. If you work at a, a pizza place or or a bar, or any any place that's uh, a popular spot on a Super Bowl. Well, that's like your Super Bowl too, and uh, that's one of your no, what no, not one of. That's your busiest day of the year. That's your Super Bowl, and uh, you know. The store looks like a mess. Uh, by the time you close up shop at, at ten, you're you're just cleaning up. And I remember, you know, one eye sweeping the floor, one eye watching this game. Like, wait a minute, wait a minute. We we got to stop for a minute here. This game is getting interesting. At the end, and uh, the place where I had seen, I don't know, it's uh, Barry Bonds setting the home run record, or uh, Mike Messina in two thousand one losing his perfect game. Um sporting events through the years at uh, the kitchen at Nurch's Pizza. It was to be my last shift ever at Nurch's Pizza. It was at Main Street. Um, I worked a, a few random shifts uh, following that at our Water Street location. I was friends with the boss, so that, that was easy to hook up. At the end of the 2008 season is when I was making the transformation going from, you know, guy who was in college and working odd jobs at restaurants to being the guy at the front of the classroom, being teacher man. Uh, starting in 2008, that's when I started my career as a teacher, which continues now. This is this is your school year number 15 for me that um, started teaching at Broome Community College shortly after I had met my then-girlfriend, now wife, and uh, started off this, this whole new uh, career for me been a teacher man for the last 15 years. Ironically, it was a pay cut at the beginning. And I always I like saying that, like, I had, you know, arguably the, <laughs> the world's the world's least respected uh, position, you know, a pizza delivery guy to one of the world's, you know, society's more respected positions, Ooh, a college professor. Like, go from pizza man to college professor overnight. Like, that was pretty cool. Ironic part was that, you know, pizza man probably played more money paid more money that uh, it's a little bit misleading of course that you know if if you work full-time as the pizza guy well yeah you're probably making more money overall than you are teaching I think I just had two classes I wasn't full-time when I started two classes at a community college um, 
if you if you did the math to figure out what you're really making per hour, you know, it's probably less than a minimum wage, even less than whatever minimum wage was at that time, probably about six bucks an hour or so. Um, so I, I always think that's funny, though, it's, you know, taking a uh, pay cut. And then for a, for a short time, working my random shifts at the pizza store still and saying that I'm, you know, simultaneously a pizza guy and college professor. That was a funny thing to mention, but it didn't last long. And uh, had become, became my career as I, I switched jobs at, at that point. Now, the random pizza shifts were still involved the uh, next couple of years as I made the transition into teaching full-time, which I do now. The... Uh, I still, though, I, I think at this point in my life, probably watched more Super Bowls from the uh, a restaurant kitchen than I ever have in my living room. I'd probably get to the point where I've seen more now in my living room, or we'll get to that point eventually. Things that I have uh, kept up through the years, being a teacher and expressing my views through various social media, as this has changed over the years, it's gone from... At the time, it was uh, public access television, which I kept up until 2011. Still have random episodes on YouTube now. And then this podcast was started in 2021. And then the thing that's been consistent the longest was, uh, was the blog. The blog, which sponsors this show, and I always mention this at the end. It's MikeOConnellJr.com. And I'll give them a full minute plug here. If you want more content as you hear on Math and Musings, in other words, to hear more Math and Musings, we're closing in on uh, 1,500 posts now. I've been at it for nearly 10 years. The first post was November 11th, 2013. I think the idea was to start this up following the uh, 2013 election. And it's been every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday since uh, that time. It's just going on nearly 10 years. And allows one to view this whole thing on a thrice weekly schedule. If you can't wait until Friday. Ladies and gentlemen, I hope you have enjoyed this foray into the past of Michael O'Connell Jr. For more information or to contact, well, you can go to the digital version. It's MikeOConnellJr.com And I'll see you next Friday.